The Sons and Daughters Podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters Podcast. I'm Tina Hayner. And I'm Andy Hayner, and we are leaders of the Full Speed Impact Ministries. And today we have a special guest, our son, our oldest child, Simeon Hayner. He is uh, yeah. he is currently residing in the Marietta, Georgia area mm-hmm. with Tina's parents. And as he is training to be a plumber, but he's been a missionary and has gone to Bible college and loves the Lord. And mm-hmm. so it's just nice to uh, include him on our fellowship today, the Sons and Daughters Podcast is yeah. devoted to building up uh, you in your identity as a child of the living God and dwelt by Jesus Christ uh, so that you can walk in his fullness and impact the world around you. And as we are uh, sliding, crawling, uh, this kitchen, kitchen, <laughs> maybe screaming, rolling, kitchen screaming out of 2020, out of 2020 yeah. and uh, turning the corner to 2021, uh, a lot of people, uh, including myself, uh, take the, the turn of the new year just to uh, refocus um, their life on the vision of God and mm-hmm. to give him an opportunity to to speak and to renew and to give uh, kind of a clarification. And so we thought it would be really fun. We've actually had some conversations around our house about um, living in light of God's vision um, mm-hmm. and what that means and how we have to adjust and all that kind of stuff. So um, I thought it might be fun just to kind of rekindle parts of that conversation conversation and bring it up um, as we go forward, just to encourage you that as you're turning the new year year, to uh, refocus uh, on God's vision for your life Mm -hmm. and to allow him to to speak Mm -hmm. into your life and and to make adjustments. And and that's really part of it. You know, first of all, we need to get get God's vision for our life. Um, So, Simeon, why don't you maybe start us off since you're the guest today as (laughs) Mm -hmm. you uh, have, uh, you know, grown in the Lord, how, what part has, uh, you know, having God's vision for your life? How does that come into play? And how did you go about formulating and, and coming to understand what God sees? Is. What, you know, mm-hmm. when, when God created yeah. Simeon Hainer and redeemed him, what on earth was God thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you that for sure that we're all always on God's heart and mind mm-hmm. and that he's always got a plan and a purpose and a vision for us. And, um, that's the thing that like, you know, when I, when I'm in conversations with friends of mine, that's one of the biggest encouragements that I, that I always give. It's just that, you know, God's plans for you and his vision for you has never changed, you know, that his word is always true. You know, he's never stopped the situation this year. No one saw what was coming down the pipe. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, there's, there's unique seasons of that, Mm -hmm. but um, just to know that he still has uh, a vision for you and that Mm -hmm. his heart towards you has never changed. He's always for you. You know, it didn't go out the window. This isn't his punishment on you because you messed up, you know, or or even on America. But anyway, that's sort of sidetracked. But um, for me, um, (laughs) I know where you get it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) what are yeah. <laughs> <Plastic>. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I think for me, um, to me, I, this year has been a year of me learning, um, 
what God's vision is for me as it relates to um, his eternal purpose and mm -hmm. his word. So things that are um, not shaken, circum uh, things that circumstances and influence. emotions and uh, success or failure won't mm. change, mm -hmm. you know, because right, right. um, we, we all fail at certain points and we and there are certain points where we succeed and we actually right. surprise you ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, there are uh, all sorts of things that come out of us in difficult situations and diff mm -hmm. difficult times, mm -hmm. especially in this year, 2020, um, that you don't that you don't realize. And so the one thing that I would if I had to sum it all into like one sentence is <laughs> is really just um, understanding um uh, understanding who, who God has made me as his son and that as his son, I walk forward in loving him and loving my neighbor as I love myself, making the most of every opportunity that's in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that's that's the biggest thing that this year has really taught me in terms of circumstances is mm -hmm. that um, never to take any kinds of opportunities for granted, for granted sure. um, and to and, and, and just I've been brought to like a higher level of awareness of uh, what opportunities are before me mm -hmm. um, because this, this uh, timetable is constantly changing things, you know, right. and changing mm -hmm. what those things mm -hmm. look like. So, yeah, I think that right. that can be a real challenge where, you know, if, if you have a heart to, and see God's vision primarily in terms of ministry, and it certainly does include ministry, yeah, part of the reason point. that we're here. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, circumstances change. So, you know, as we were talking around the house, uh, 2020 was a real challenge for a lot of people who have a heart for the Lord yeah. and have a heart to do ministry. ministry. Yeah. Um, Cutting off opportunities that seem opportunities like. get cut off. <laughs> right. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, having to go through um, adjusting, living out your vision with issues of circumstances. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it, it, you're compromising, mm -hmm. um, no. it, but, you know, you have to make some adjustments. Otherwise, you know, if, if your vision, for example, is, is to do, you know, stadium crusades, you know, yeah. we're not with COVID restrictions, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you make the mistake of holding on to a, a, a certain practical outworking, mm -hmm. like Stadium Crusades, um, as your vision, then you can allow circumstances to stop you. Uh, you sure. can go into depression, Person. you know, and, and, and wonder, Confusion. what's <laughs> the whole purpose of sure. my life? Mm -hmm. um, but if so, your your vision, you know, has to adjust according to mm -hmm. um, on some of the practical outworkings. But your vision to reach the world and to impact as many people as it's possible, possible. Uh, for Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. that can't be compromised. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes mm -hmm. it's going through those, those adjustments, mm -hmm. um, you know, and realizing this is the essence right. uh, of what, mm -hmm. what God's called me mm -hmm. to do and to be yeah. that I won't compromise. I'll never let go. Right. Um, and I'll do my best in every circumstance and make the most of every opportunity. Sometimes yeah. the opportunities change. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're constantly and changing. And sometimes mm -hmm. your most today is different than your most yesterday or your most tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. You just do your best in every situation. Mm -hmm. Tina, you were going to yeah. say something I saw. Well, I just was thinking about how um, uh, a vision from God is um, is eternal. 
and mm-hmm. yet it comes into our lives in, in a very temporal setting, mm-hmm. right. you know, and so we have to learn, we have some learning and adjusting mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Cause, um, that, that, um, growing to love him more and, and reaching others for him and mm-hmm. all those things, discipleship, it's all eternal, right. you know, but again, how that's going to play out and adjustments, opportunities, availability, mm-hmm. that, you know, that it's, it's married to us because we're in this world mm-hmm. and it's temporal. So mm-hmm. there's obviously going to be, be, uh, be adjustments, yeah. you know, but I think, I think we may touch on this a little bit too. I think this why. um, you know, having vision for ministry, ministry is so important, but ultimately, you know, um, God is our vision, right. you know, and that personal relationship yeah. with him. Yeah. So exactly. That's, you know, that stabilizes everything. There's a, there's an essence, I think that is universal. Like, like Tina was saying that, like, you know, I guess on a practical level, it really bothers me that when churches have, you know, this is our vision uh, mm. in some ways, because I feel like, um, to be honest with you, our vision, God's vision is universal for the church. For the yeah. church that every, worldwide. That, that mm-hmm. we are the manifestation of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. that we are the fullness of him mm-hmm. who yeah. fills mm-hmm. all in all. Yeah. And so we don't get to adjust that, minimize that, or tweak that. And, and it kind of bothers me because a lot of times people will say, well, the pastor kind of carries the vision right. and the pastor, um, you know, cast the vision. And uh, we're well, just following him. Right. <laughs> and the truth mm-hmm. is, you know, our vision has been handed to us when, when God gave Moses the vision of the tabernacle, mm-hmm. he, uh, he gave him the specific instructions, see to it that you do everything it's according to the vision mm-hmm. that you saw. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, it wasn't for Moses or or the people of Israel to, based on personal preference or whatever, to subtract from or to add to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for us, it's really simple. We manifest Jesus in all his fullness, mm-hmm. and that's universal. Mm-hmm. Yet there are some some unique, uh, unique facets, factors definitely. that we do well to take into mm-hmm. account. But if I'm a pastor... And someone comes to me and says, you know, I have a vision. I have a vision for for homeless ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for me to say, well, that's not part of our vision. Right. Wait a second. You, you're mm-hmm. at that point. You're limiting God's vision for the church because sure. God's mm-hmm. vision is that we manifest Christ and uh, in His fullness it, everywhere. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, individually and corporately. And so mm-hmm. personally, you know, we all have God's vision for us is is the same. Uh, to for each believer, mm-hmm. but yet how we how he's going to live that out through us, mm-hmm. there are there can be some unique elements to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and that's where you know I I want to take a second and say you know I've during when I went to Bible college and um in my different mission training schools when I was training to go out to the mission field, um I come across people who are very um sensitive to the spiritual realms, very prophetic, and so they would give these words that were from God that were encouraging, that were exhortation. Um, But a lot of times it would sort of come in the package of like God's doing something that he's never done before and that Mm -hmm. he's going to bring revival and bring the harvest in like we've never seen before. And uh, it's, it's funny because over the past year or so, like... I've sort of become a little wary of that. And I, sure. I don't mean that in a bad sense. I just mean that in the sense of 
what they're saying is absolutely 100% true because God's desire is for his kingdom to increase mm-hmm. and to do things on this earth that he's never <clears throat> had the opportunity to do before because mm-hmm. his church is moving the kingdom forward, right? right. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I always um, try to let my friends know is I, you know, it's interesting because if it partially comes to pass the way, as the way they delivered it, then they're sort of like, okay. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't come to pass, you can sort of see they're like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know? And, 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 and that's where I try to encourage uh, my friends um, and for other people, you know, who mm-hmm. may have had heard prophecies about um, Trump winning the election or whatever, you know, what have sure. you, COVID uh, going away or COVID being God's <laughs> judgment on America or whatever, is that um, first off, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good, mm-hmm. what is steadfast, what is honorable, what is worthy of praise, all that stuff. Second of all. Um, understand that God's plans never change. That's why prophetic words are important, but his word is even more important important. Mm -hmm. because his commission for the church, like what you've said in every season is always the same. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I have to keep reminding myself and those around me is that even though 2020 is a year that, (laughs) that like took a lot of things away from the church, God's plan for his church never changed. And for me personally, I found something in me that I never knew was there before, which is a capacity to lead worship. Mm-hmm. I never considered myself at all a worship, worship leader. leader. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, During I play drums in the drumming. background, you know, <laughs> I might chime in singing a little bit of harmony every mm-hmm. now and again. But one thing that I found is just a, a deeper desire to get into God's presence. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because this year I, I feel it even mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. I than I used to when I'm dry. And I it's like, you know, I just need to hop back into the Holy Spirit hot tub for a minute, you know, <laughs> like get my get my joints relaxed and and, and really um, nourish myself in his presence again. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I found myself just a deeper passion of worship, understanding that I am a worshiper, worshiper. Mm-hmm. and that we, as a worshiper, we're all worship leaders meant to lead others into the presence of God. Mm, absolutely. Well, you know, one thing I'd like to just mention uh, for me, uh, I would like to talk about a couple things that for me, um, are important about vision uh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and I think it'd be good for each of you to kind of share like when you think about refocusing on God's vision and allowing him to speak and to stir up and refresh because it's it's so easy to get distracted absolutely That's why vision is so important mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like think of it this way if you don't have a vision and God's vision for your life there are companies spending millions and millions of dollars to get you involved in their vision for your life. I mean, all these marketing departments that have all these worldwide strategies Mm -hmm. uh, to try to take you, your efforts, your time, your talents, just, and that's just in the business world. Uh, But on a daily basis, you and I face a thousand choices. So one of the key for me, one of the, the, the verses that speaks into the importance mm-hmm. of vision is Proverbs twenty eight nineteen, that says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They or, mm-hmm. or 
I, I like it better. It's more accurately translated. They cast off restraint, restraint. Mm-hmm. which, and so, you know, Paul said this one thing I do, forgetting mm-hmm. what lies behind, reaching forward to what lies ahead. So Paul had a clear vision of what he had been called for. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I cast everything off and I, I, I have one big yes. Mm-hmm. Everything else is an absolute no. And part of the, you know, when people, and I look at this in, in my own life, um, struggles for holiness, struggles for denying yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really hard to always, if you're just living with, you know, say no to this and can't do this and can't do that. You know, if you've forgotten what you said yes, yes for, to, yeah. if you don't have you said a big yes, yes in your heart, I mean, the Olympic athletes, their vision is standing on uh, the, the podium, the podium mm-hmm. getting the a gold, gold medal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what allows them to say no to, to sleeping the... in, no to going out with friends and partying go no no to pizza <laughs> and that's just for an earthly crown yeah mm-hmm. right you know mm-hmm. and so you and i need god's vision for our life mm-hmm. so that we can say no to the things that are sidetracks mm-hmm. um there's one statement that's that that i like that says um the enemy of the best is the good mm-hmm. you know a lot mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. people are living just with um mediocrity it's good you know they'll tell you you know like if you want to have a conversation sometimes it's like is that really the best and you're like oh there's nothing wrong with that listen if you're if your whole aim is to it's not do is to, is to barely get by doing nothing wrong uh that's playing defense yeah you know and right. as parents like we never there's some parents like the world's vision for parenting is keep your children off drugs and out of jail right you know, but we didn't. That no, was so, we wanted yeah. to raise up spiritual, spiritual warriors. warriors right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there was a positive thing that was pulling us forward. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just well. There's nothing wrong with it. That's never flown in our mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, maybe that's kind of stirs some things in you. But when you think about refocusing on God's vision for your life, what are some things that you find God brings up and speak to speak into your life, and how do you do that, and how? Do does that help you? Well, I, as you were talking, I had a couple of scriptures come to mind. One was um, uh, Jesus uh, that um, for the joy set before him, he endured suffering. He endured the cross. Mm, that's true. You know, mm. and that um, as uh, that joy set before him, he had a vision. Mm-hmm. He had a vision to redeem us, to bring us into relationship with himself and with the father. And, um, and, and, and yet it meant tough circumstances, persecution and that kind of thing. And I think we can, we can expect the same. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, and he exampled that. And it's interesting. I've been reading in, um, the gospel of Matthew and I was reading about, um, he's, he's sharing about, um, End times and his his second coming, his return, and he he tells a little parable about the ten virgins, and how you know there's ten of them, five of them were prepared and had oil for the lamps, and the other mm-hmm. five were foolish and uh, and weren't prepared. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking how you mentioned distraction, and I think that's a key thing, and yeah. and that's what really stands out to me in that parable. How mm-hmm. um, they those five that did not have oil and that were foolish, you know, they were just there, you know, not they just along for the ride. They didn't have a vision. Mm-hmm. 
a goal, uh, you know, something they were looking towards for the coming of the bridegroom. Mm. And therefore, they weren't prepared. They were just foolish. They were just taking what comes along. And like you said, the world and the devil is happy to distract us and to mm. fill us mm-hmm. up and keep us off of that that vision. But, you know, um, so to me, it really spoke to me of of staying on in fellowship with him because that Mm. oil, you know, reminds me of the Holy spirit and my relationship with him and staying fueled with the Lord for the Holy spirit and, um, and burning and and how that ultimately that having that oil had them where they needed to be Mm -hmm. when the bridegroom came, which was the vision, the goal. So another way to kind of look at that is that they all had the same vision, but uh, some of them, Uh, weren't prepared to see it all the way through. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and weren't really thoughtful now in the temporal of the steps they needed to take to be ready when that came and not just take life as it comes. Very similar to, you know, like they were, they were ready to go out if the bridegroom came right away. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But others were, we're We're in it for the long haul. This is the only Mm -hmm. thing that we're ever going to live for. Mm -hmm. You know, we're ready to go the whole way. Mm -hmm. If we have to wait forever, (laughs) you know, seriously, they were, they were prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and when you tap into God's vision, it's something that gets a hold of you and stirs you. One, uh, one, one, one way to, to think about how, what's unique for you is what is it that makes you cry? What mm-hmm. is it that makes you, touches that, that touches your heart, that's mm-hmm. godly, that's mm-hmm. unique to you, that mm-hmm. what is it that just grips you? Um, and if you don't have that yet, still, you know, how, Push how, in and discover how, would you, take time. how would you encourage somebody who's, who's listening to this, that's like, I don't know what God's vision mm. for my life is. Yeah. Uh, you know, how would you encourage them to say, okay, here are some building blocks. Here are some foundation stones. And then, and then here is how you press into what God may have for you. Yeah. That's unique. How would you encourage somebody like that? So I would say, start with what you're already passionate about. So think, you know, a lot of Star lot- Wars. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, there's no, all mean, sorts of analogies that, there. That's, yeah. not, that, that's not my passion, yeah. but for Talk some people, yeah. their passions would be more fleshly. You know, like right. Star Wars. I'm a passionate about football or, or you know, star, yeah, sports yeah. You know what I mean? or, like, or right. hobby right. or so, something. Mm-hmm. So godly passions, yeah, right? So, well, well, so what I actually this is this Fantasy is where football. I start with this is where I start with people. Yeah, because you know, down south, I mean. It, Football. A bunch of rednecks. So football, right? In their mm-hmm. trucks, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Like it's just the South is the South, okay? And it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Roll tide. but a lot of times, a lot of people don't consider their passions. They don't really connect it to the gospel. And you're right. There's a lot of a fleshly aspect to mm-hmm. that. But there's something within that passion that is always, I, I found, to be redeemable. Unless it's a passion for s- sin, you know, sure. um, then, yeah. then that's a different matter. But, right. like, you know, if they're passionate about Star Wars or they really like um, football or they really like, you know, uh, fantasy, they're into fan uh, fiction yeah, like, and all that right, sort of stuff. Lord of the Rings or You know, something. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. all that all that kind of stuff. Um, I would say, okay, so you're passionate about that. What about that mm-hmm. excites you? Right. Right. And so that's 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 sort of the fast track of getting people to start thinking about why they're passionate about what what they're passionate about 
and then saying, okay, and how can you connect that to the gospel? And usually mm-hmm. for me, it's clear as day, sure. but I want them to see it for themselves. Sure. And so once they, once they sort of discover that, and sometimes I help them along say, well, I can sort of see, see where this would relate. where this would connect. And it's, but the coolest moment is when they see it for themselves sure. in conversation. Absolutely. Then I say, okay, now tie that with the word. And usually already, it's funny, it's like the Holy Spirit prepares their hearts or something, because it's like, you <laughs> know, thing. they're like, I, you know, I was just reading in my Bible about something like this. I said, see, yeah, that's so that's, mm-hmm. to me, that's how, um, that's how you find, help people find, that's the starting place of people beginning to find a vision, mm-hmm. you know, um, and how God has uniquely made them to accomplish his purpose. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I would say, um, that's one way. I, I would, I, I would kind of counsel something maybe a little bit more radical and different of, <laughs> of it, the only way you're going to find God's vision for you is to let everything except him go mm-hmm. that you come through that narrow gate of it's follow me you leave everything else behind so if you've got a passion for football or passion for trucks or passion mm-hmm. for dogs or or whatever that uh, you, you need to make god your sole passion mm-hmm. um and then from that god will you know it's it's almost as things go into death that you'll find out what God's, how God's passion, what part of that was God's passion for you. And it'll mm-hmm. come back in a way that now it's no longer your passion for um, this thing alongside of God. Sure. But you have come to a place where you have a soul passion for God. And now, you know, your love for music or your love for football is really just you have a love for God. And I do football because I'm good at it and I enjoy it. And it's part of who God made me or I do music and, and, mm-hmm. I, and it's, mm-hmm. it's part of how God made me. But now it's not my a passion for that thing alongside of God. It's just it's my passion for God, God expressed in Three. all things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you will find, mm-hmm. um, you know, for some people, you know, they're their their background in you know uh you know f- fantasy fiction or you know the uh fishing or whatever you know <laughs> uh, for me I, I really enjoy fishing i enjoy uh music but i find that i enjoy those things um as part of my relationship with God, they're not, uh, they're not a competition for it. Um, you know, that, that's been something that's been unique, but primarily like I find that as I'm passionate for God, it expresses itself through me in a way that is unique. Like I am uniquely drawn to, like someone said this, like, uh, this was early on when I knew God had called us back into full-time ministry. It was like, I have a passion to see um, church, the church, discover who they are in Christ and to walk in his fullness. I see myself just training people and equipping them to, yeah. to walk in all his fullness and discover the joy of every believer functioning and flowing mm-hmm. and being connected together, yeah. reaching the world and impacting them. And, and they said, okay, when you envision, when you said like training them and equipping them, like who did you envision? Like, did you envision 
like people in Africa or, you know, mm-hmm, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And like literally in my mind, I am seeing like red and yellow, black and white, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm seeing mm-hmm. right. the nations I'm seeing, you know, but I'm seeing people like that. I know friends that I relationships sure. with. And, and so that's always been a confusion for me is like, okay, am I a pastor with a missionary's vision or am I a missionary, missionary with a pastor's heart? And, mm-hmm. the, and the unique answer is I stopped trying to fit in the boxes of, yep. of, you know, how can I find a job and make money, <laughs> right. you know, and yeah. do this, which is which, that comes part of, you know, anything sort oh, of thing is like, you know, you gotta eat. Some provision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was really neat to sort of say, okay, I want to follow that passion yeah. uh, that where my passions and my abilities align with God's passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's unique is I can do that in a lot of different settings. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we do it in our local church. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it. And so we have for the last eight years been running our own ministry, doing conferences, mission trips and, and local ministry um, as well. And so what's been kind of fun is that when 2020 hit and everything changed, I went through a season where, okay, the opportunities I've got to adjust now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we have, a lot of us have experienced that, but the vision didn't die. But at first I had to let go of some of the, the way, the way I that thought you thought it was, was going to play yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Same here. Same mm-hmm. here. <laughs> what's, what's neat, though, is when you can let go of that and hold on to the, your passion for God and the things that don't die, mm-hmm. that oftentimes out of that, he brings something new. Mm-hmm. He brings something better um, and something different that is still amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just think of the Apostle Paul, yeah. you know, and the adjustment. How, how have you, what do you do when you go through yeah. adjustments, you know, as you look yeah. into this new Some year and kind of look back and say, you know, how has vision helped? Um, you know, how do I, how do I continue to keep that fresh? How do I allow vision to develop, mature, adjust? Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, what's the process that you go through that, uh, and how have you found God working in your life through that? Yeah. So. I think for me, um, it's partly understanding, and um, we sort of touched on this a little bit mm-hmm. when we started, but understanding the nature of God's vision. Um, what do you mean? And what, well, what I mean by that is um, understanding what He truly wants you to be and to do. Like His vision is way more connected with our identity, I right. think, than. Um, I've realized that and experienced that mm-hmm. way. It's way more connected to who we are mm-hmm. and abiding in him right. than, than, what, we than what we're actually doing. Why do you think that is? Um, I think like explain. That. Well, I know why it is. <laughs> yeah. It's because God is love and he loves people like he loves us and, and we're his sons and daughters and vision flows from identity. Right. right? It flows from who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the biggest things that has been encouraging to me um, and seeing uh, talking with those around me is them starting to really go deeper and asking the Lord and searching out their identity in mm-hmm. Christ. Because mm-hmm. in challenging times, adjustments are tough. Mm. Um, when I was 16 years old, God gave me a vision to go to Bulgaria. And right. so I lived out that vision for that vision. Because that was the vision God gave me, mm-hmm. and it lined up with His Word, and mm-hmm. now it's like, cool. This is who I am. This is what Where I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Um, but when I came back from Bulgaria, um, and I was sort of searching, uh, God had given me some direction for Bible college, but I was sort of searching for that 
uh, sort of another vision. Okay, I finished that. <laughs> What's next? Now right. I sort of don't know who I am now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, went through Bible college. That was a hard year um, in a lot of different ways. But this year, um, with there being no opportunities uh to really minister the way i was used to right. by sure. going out in public and approaching people <laughs> and laying hands on them god forbid that now you yeah. know um, six feet away even though it's in the right. word um it's for me i just sort of was i felt like what who, really who am i what am i supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and i realized that god had it take it took god a year and a half to strip all those things away from me and for him to sort of, there sort of came this breaking point uh, later this summer um, where I was just crying and I was like, Lord, I just feel so alone. And um, I'd received some words like God's stripping you down because he's testing you. He's wanting to see, um, he's wanting you to see what's of him and what's of you. Mm -hmm. And 2020, if I can speak this out, I, I feel like it's really been a year of shaking everything that can be shaken sure. and, and, mm -hmm. in a sense where yeah. God's really been shaken um, all of our ideas and what you're talking about. And really um, the solace and the comfort that I felt from the Holy Spirit was community. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, God said, you're not, I, you're not just, um, you're not just adopted into my family. Like, there's a place for you here. You're meant to right. be in my family, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that right there was really the foundation for me to sort of go, okay, <laughs> first and foremost, I'm your son. Right. Amen. And then the second thing was, I don't need a vision of what I need to do. That's already in exactly. God's word. Mm -hmm. What I need to do is be a loving neighbor. What mm -hmm. I need to do is be an honoring son. What mm -hmm. I need to do is what's already in me a true yeah, worshiper, absolutely. A true worshiper. Mm -hmm. so yeah. you know i think Good. a lot of people go through adjustments like that you know like mm -hmm. um uh, people who have worked uh you know in a certain profession their entire life and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden find themselves either you know for one reason or another unable to do what they've gotten a lot of identity in mm -hmm. um maybe even Training, the, you know, i see like... this a lot with um with with mothers you mm -hmm. know homeschooling mothers sure. christian moms mm -hmm. who now all their kids are graduating Gone. And gone mm -hmm. and they go through a bit of an identity crisis uh mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and and also like you know for a while it's like it seems like you can get a vision and you run with it and you go but then you have to recenter on the core you have to readjust mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. realign and yes. things like that yeah. yeah that focus of who i am mm -hmm. what i carry and not so much what i can accomplish mm -hmm. you know no. So, you know, um, it's kind of neat. One of the verses that, or it's actually a phrase in a verse that really simplify vision for me is uh, in Hebrews 2.10. It says, you know, uh, that when God uh, call God in calling many sons and daughters to glory, many <laughs> sons and daughters mm -hmm. to glory, that that's really God's vision. Mm -hmm. And so Glory. as, as much as our vision is aligned with God's vision, you know, if mm -hmm. we have a vision for our life that is different than God's vision, then that's where we get into trouble. Mm -hmm. like, and I think in, in its core, we're, we're, everybody has a vision for certain things, but, you know, glory is mm -hmm. it the glory that God wants to give you or is it glory you're going to get for yourself? Mm -hmm. right. You know, right. it's connection right. and identity. Mm -hmm. But what could mm -hmm. be better than being 
sons and daughters of God, mm-hmm. you know? And so this is not only a vision for you, but it's a vision mm-hmm. for how you treat other people. Mm-hmm. It's a vision right. for what God's doing. And mm-hmm. so uh, that really mm-hmm. helps me. And, and But there's all the time adjustments that have to take place. Yeah. I think of in, in Philippians where Paul says, you know, uh, I want you to know that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel. Right. And I, he, you know he wouldn't have chosen those circumstances. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so Paul had a vision for advancing this gospel, many mm-hmm. sons and daughters mm-hmm. to glory, glory. many yeah. sons. And so he fit into that and his, and he knew how he fit was in that as an apostle, mm-hmm. I'm part of that many sons and daughters mm-hmm. to glory. Um, but he said, you know, I want you to know my circumstances have turned out, which meant that there was a time where it didn't look like this was going to be good right. yeah, at all. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that mm-hmm. there's this time of, of letting go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he had to refocus, but he chose to view all of his life through mm-hmm. that vision that God had given him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he continued just to, to watch and to mm-hmm. wait and to look for how those circumstances turn out. So there can be a time where it looks mm-hmm. like, you know, the business that I that I felt that God had given me that he wanted me to invest in, it, it's gone, mm-hmm. you know, right. and so was my mm-hmm. life savings and, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 blah. Wait a second. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Just wait. It's going to mm-hmm. turn out mm-hmm. for the advancement mm-hmm. of the gospel for mm-hmm. more, many more mm-hmm. sons and daughters mm-hmm. coming to glory. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. there's a letting go, mm-hmm. but you yeah. never let go of that vision that God's called you mm-hmm. to. And, and even God has to go through the, these adjustments, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, just as you were saying, I was just thinking, you know, a, a good way to put it is instead of a, a, a vision for ministry or what's supposed to be happening around here yeah um the way god's vision is accomplished is by us growing into the fullness of christ Christ. right Mm -hmm. and that was something that like was Mm -hmm. was in my understanding but not a reality for me until this summer and and uh i have to honestly give credit to where credit's due like pastor craig preached Mm -hmm. several messages he's a pastor at the church that i attend Mm -hmm. um and that i'm a part of Abiding, and he's, abiding church, church in Woodstock, Woodstock, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, he's in that area. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's it's amazing. Yeah, it's good he's, he's amazing. He teaches the word um, very well. But um, what he was saying is, your vision means that you're looking at something. What are you sure. looking what at? You the looking vision at? is looking ahead, looking towards something. There's a goal. There's a prize. What is what is our vision? Mm-hmm. Our vision is Christ. Right. Christ is not yes. only the source of our vision, but He's what we're looking to, what we're mm-hmm. looking towards, yeah. what we're growing into. That's where the church is headed. Mm -hmm. The church isn't headed for greater growth. The church isn't headed for this glory mist that's (laughs) heading, that's going to cover the earth. You know, Mm -hmm. the church is, the church's glory is in Christ, Mm -hmm. right? Right. The church is most glorious when you have a church and a group of believers that walk in Christ Mm -hmm. and, and grow in Christ and their eyes are constantly beholding Christ. We become mm-hmm. what we behold, right? right? Yeah. That was another huge reminder that I, that, I, that I had. So it, it's really understanding that the vision that God has for this world will only come to pass if we're beholding him and he becomes our vision, yeah. sure. right? Amen. And not and not necessarily the things that he's given us to do, because this year proved 
that what he's giving us to do can change like, like that. Lives. Yeah. You know, right, we right, should right. certainly, you know, like plan and make practical mm -hmm. uh, steps to living out the vision. But that's, I guess, what we're saying is that the the outworkings of it um, never may change a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and but living out of those that central core vision, uh, you know, I made this I made a comment before uh, just uh, just as before your last comment about that God has to adjust. Um, circumstances right. mm -hmm. to the vision. That's what Romans eight twenty eight says, right? Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. works to get all things together yeah, for the good thing. of those mm -hmm. who are the called according uh, to His purpose. So God's purpose never change, mm -hmm. um, but the circumstances of His working are always going to work for good uh, and be worked together. Mm -hmm. for that purpose mm -hmm. um, right. and so it was like okay here's more stuff to work mm -hmm. together here's mm -hmm. more stuff and so you know very often we have to recenter on that core thing that yeah. god's fundamental vision for us is that we would be filled with jesus christ and exhibit his glory he wants to relate to us as sons and daughters that's why the core because god's vision is from his father's heart mm -hmm. to make us sons Mm -hmm. We're always sons in every circumstance. Right. Yes. Every that, circumstance is that. working for the, the greater glory. Right, right, um, right. And so to the degree that circumstances may change mm -hmm. and even our particular callings, giftings, uh, our unique role in fitting together in the body of Christ mm -hmm. uh, may be, you know, not everybody's called to be an apostle or gifted to be an apostle. Sure. Um, but as we're equipped apostolically, we're going to live to a greater degree of apostolic mission, even if we never leave our uh, leave our town mm -hmm. that we grew up in. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be awesome disciple makers, exhibiting yeah. the fullness of Christ and uh, exerting the the dominion of God where we're at. Yeah. So I, I just think it's just amazing to to recognize that wherever we're at, when we get down to that hot nuclear core, yeah, yeah. Uh, that all of us together yeah. are called to um, just be filled with Christ, to, to exhibit his glory, many sons and daughters mm -hmm. called to his glory, which is just amazing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. brothers yeah. and sisters, yeah, <laughs> as you live out this uh, God's vision for you, whether you're taking this turn of the year to uh, to refocus or not, uh, we hope that know. this was encouraging to you, mm -hmm. um, that you would be able to forget what lies behind, to reach forward to what lies ahead, because yeah. God has called you to walk in the fullness of Jesus Christ and to impact mm -hmm. the world around you. So we uh, do encourage you, if this was a blessing to you, uh, take uh, the opportunity to share share this with other people to let other people know you can do that if you're part of our Facebook uh, group you can share this on Facebook we have the studio videos you can check it out on YouTube uh, and then there's obviously always the audio podcasts mm -hmm. that are available mm -hmm. through um, Apple and Google and Spotify and our heart and Pandora and all those major things so we encourage you to, to rate us there that will help um, and check out our um, website fullspeedimpact.com uh, you can make donations there you can also check out our other resources Resources. So God bless you. Walk in the fullness of Jesus. Thank you, Simeon, for being our guest. Absolutely. Thank you yeah, so much. Amen. And uh, we look yeah. forward to you uh, getting a wife and making grandchildren for us. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll get there. Yeah. God bless you guys. Right. You have an awesome day. Walk in the fullness of Christ and go and impact the world around you. Yeah.